not quite sure how we will manage to be in the famous Irish sports person discussion <laughs> and not be too negative. Uh. But I heard, I heard that because I, I have to be honest, I, I only watched the UFC and the Ultimate Fighter this week, which is my mistake. I, I totally get it. But you watched a lot more and you are happy. I I actually am. Yeah. Well, it was a it was a big news week. For, so for that sure. is always that is always that always the if if it if it MMA becomes newsworthy, that's bad. Like overall for most whoever likely, the news is about, but, most likely. But there are certain little stories in MMA that no one pays attention to, but. If you do, you can find them absolutely hilarious. Like Francis Ngannou, yes, is the king of African MMA. Where did he that is, moniker he come from? He is. He, I I started that moniker, but he is the PFL ambassador and head of the PFL Africa League, which they will do in twenty twenty four or five. The same way they're doing PFL Europa. Now, let's go into this one. What do you think of that? The first thing that comes to mind is isn't isn't Bellator for sale? And our main man, um, Scotty Cokes, actually confirmed it. Mm-hmm. So, and our our main man Ray Sefo confirmed that they are in talks to merge, and he did not call it a sale. Now, but whatever. Now, imagine these two leagues, fight leagues, international fight leagues, merging, <laughs> combining powers, align. They could have teams. Have a baby. <laughs> and this baby would be a league-based MMA promotion, which we never a heard league- of. A league-based international system. Um, Tokyo Sabres? That would be so dope. Uh-huh. <laughs> when I say international, you say? You say. <laughs> so I heard... Yeah, look, that is that is the thing. I think probably that's that could be a great thing. Like have... We, let me... Let me it go could sp- be. Brave... Brave has had had the same idea, like the league and the countries against country. And I was mm-hmm. always of the impression that I was so glad that MA was free of this country nationalist bullshit, which uh, with with the flags and you're a fan no, of your country. Can't get rid of it. Nope. Nope. Can't, nope. <laughs> can't get rid of nope. it. Dude, in fact, I made a video. I made a my movie for the YouTube. Uh-huh. I think four days ago. It's called Bloodlines Through the Years, and we're looking at all the different blood, the, all the different national pride bloodlines inserts from tops. Tell the, tell everybody, the, everybody with the flag behind them. <laughs> tell the fine people where they can watch your uh, your ridiculous card collecting content. Absolutely ridiculous card collecting content can be viewed on the YouTube the YouTube app under. MMA Love, Live Rips from America, channel name. Uh, I also have it. It's all linked through Instagram, and you've linked it before. Yeah, and please, please watch this so. guy. I, if, even if you're not into the into the card collecting thing, probably reminds you of the 80s when you collected Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cards mm-hmm. or soccer cards, even though you were into soccer. So why not do that? But let's let's stick with that. So I... The PFL and Bellator will merge, and they will have continental leagues, and they will have Holy the shit. intercontinental champion, and they will that have a so royal rumble at the end of the year. In, I think it'll be f- in the small cage. Yes, I'm, it I'm will, into it, and yeah, I think the champion will probably be Phil Davis too. But I'm into know. it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm into it because um, why not? You're right. Because the Bellator model clearly doesn't work. Well, and 
or it works. Bellator but we model. Don't know, we don't know what their goal is and what works. It's still here, so something works. It's it's kind of crazy because it's like it's 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 a fifteen fight card with post limbs and prelims, and the only guys you know are the top six because they are either really good at MMA and have been for a long time or they're ex UFC fighters. Yes. And but, but I mean I mean Bellator as a as a whole, not not this this No, that's event, but, but that's but, what I mean. Like somehow they're selling enough tickets to pay these six guys their purse cuz Phil Davis ain't cheap. Nope. For what he pays he's certainly expensive. Yol Romero is not cheap. Dude, I I probably have to rethink my. I think the cover photo of this podcast should be Joel Romero joining the press conference from his bed. Yes. Uh, let me. Yes. Let me. Absolutely. Because he's scared of heights. I mean, is he? Well, he said he was. So that's the reason why he was he's, laying in he's, bed. He's, he says a lot of stuff. <laughs> but. But like somehow this supports paying paying these guys and it's and it's crazy because it's like like the other fights I I enjoy them but a lot of the other fights are like you know you're talking about CFFC level regional promotion level stuff but it's kind of the same in the UFC I guess it's maybe it's just more apparent in it's Bellator because Big it's, John is your commentary. I'm not saying know. I'm not saying that the, the the your standard UFC card is in any way, shape, or form better than your standard Bellator card at this at this point in time. In okay. fact, in fact, quite honestly, your standard Bellator card is more fun because they have fans. Exactly. <laughs> and to be and these fans, uh, they were. Pretty fun. No one got naked when anyone won, but I think that's because the the last three fights were decisions. So it not, wasn't... not saying it's generally true. Of course not. I mean, if you have a if you have a UFC pay per view and stuff like this, of course it's it's it, it can be different. But then we had the pay per view last week, so I'm I'm pretty pumped, Luke. I'm pumped. I want I want this to happen. Truly, I want I want Bellator PFL to merge. And I want them to do continental leagues with intercontinental champions. And I want them to do a big year-end card where the, the champions of all these continents will fight each other. I mean, to I think, million, it, makes, I think it makes the most sense. Million dollar panel. PFL, PFL could benefit from bigger shows in bigger arenas. Can they, though? Yeah, because they were doing their... They were doing a thing in like a little studio for a while too, and yeah. now now is the time. Now they now they're not. Now is the time because the UFC, and we'll get into the into the UFC card, of course. Um, but we'll save with Bellator for a second. Just saying that this week, I I know how bad it is when. I am more excited for the Ultimate Fighter fight than for any other fight <laughs> after watching them. Not before. After. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty excited for Bellator. Just, I guess just because Yol Romero cleared uh, medicals. and Give us the rundown. Just... Give us the rundown of this, of this Bellator card. The records that have been shattered and... Other stuff. God, Yo, look, uh, I mean, I, I mean, don't know. Bellator won. Bellator I don't know won. if like Bellator won Be- with, with, uh, with just this guy joining the press conference from his hotel bed. Phil Davis retired, and now he's fighting again, but he lost the decision, and you know that that happens. I vaguely recall that happening. Sergio Pettis beat Patricio Pitbull at 135 pounds, which. That has to be the end of the pit bull, right? That has to be the end of the pit bull at one thirty-five. I don't think it's the end of the pit bull. I mean, who else can fight in Bellator 
<laughs> that's, that's, right. the big, that's the big question. Right. Who, who, and who else will do these things for them? But and he's been and he's been at it like as long as Charles Oliveira. No longer. longer. He's been at it Absolutely. since two thousand four. Yeah, yeah. They talked about this this on the Heavy Hands podcast and in, in some amount of depth. And I I have a feeling he probably just goes up to one forty five again. And because I think he's the champ there right now. Would you ever have? Yeah, thought... he's, he's the featherweight champ. He was coming down to get another belt. He might even be the lightweight champ. I can't remember. Yeah. Would you have thought that the younger Pettis would be so successful? No. No, honestly, we, I didn't. We forgot because it's, it's like it's like uh, I did think about it. And I was like, no, Horaguchi was going to beat him before he knocked him out with a spinning back fist. He was just yep. getting the brakes beat off him yep. by Horaguchi. And, and God, was it a crossover Ryzen show or was that a Bellator show? I don't even know. Could yeah, I I, I mean, could, but I I just thought I it was not that entertaining a fight. But then, <laughs> uh-huh. then we had Yoel Romero versus Vadim Nemkov, dude. <laughs> And Yo Romero has to be the weirdest person uh, that is currently fighting fights for a living. Has to be. There's Which no way there's someone feat. weirder than this like, guy. Th- that is that is an achievement to to be. He looks more he looks more like a cartoon golem from the Diablo game than ever before. That extra twenty pounds is like entirely traps. So insane. We don't know how it's old insane. He is. No, he's like he's got to be over forty, though, right? At, yeah, at least he's got to be. I mean, <laughs> okay, so Amer- so Tapology says he's forty six. Uh huh. We'll have another. One. We'll, we'll have another. That's age that's is, impossible. Is, yeah. That's that's impossible. There's no way this dude is fighting in Bellator at forty six years old, right? Uh, what I mean, yes. I see. I can see it. That's so crazy. There was another guy in in the UFC last night that was that was like he's like forty and doing this, and I, I my entire body hurts reading that. Number. Oh yeah, we we will go we will go deep into Cannoneer. Yeah, because because what he does is should not be possible at the age of forty. At least if I look at myself at the age of forty, which I already passed, but just saying. <sighs> I feel old, Matt. <laughs> so you enjoy Bellator. So, what, what, we, we so, so to re- just to recap the, the Nemkov, Yul Romero thing. Nemkov, I don't know if he doesn't know how to listen or I don't know what, I think Fedor was in his corner. I don't know what, what Fedor was saying to him. He was agitated, I heard. He, I didn't he see is it, but... In, he is incapable of stringing together multiple target combinations, he is only throwing at the head, which is actually the hardest part of Yoel Romero's body. Robert Whitaker has been interviewed about this and said punching Yoel Romero is like punching granite. But instead of going to the body, he's just throwing hooks to the head and stuff the entire time. He's winning the fight. He's heavy bagging Yoel Romero. Yep. And Yoel Romero is just looking at him and sticking his tongue out. Which he, he, Absolutely he has insane. done before. It's not like mm-hmm. the, the way the way your Romero fights. I think will not change. Would you agree? Like, did you see anything no. new and new tricks out no. of your Romero? Of course not. No, just a thicker, heavier, more muscular, insane person. Mm-hmm. I love it. Kind of want him to win just so I can be subjected to his post-fight interview. Was it good? No, I, I didn't stick around. <laughs> no. So that was Bellator. Yep. Then PFL. Yeah. PFL is great. Yeah. You can why look at it, the results. Why, tell me, why is it great? It is great because of the standings. <laughs> because things can happen to fuck over other people outside of the cage. You can 
get a finish at 4.57 with three seconds left in round two. And the extra two points are enough to put you over the edge of the other person and keep you in the finals and knock the other person out. Yeah. As Aspen Ladd did (laughs) on Friday night. She was three seconds away from not getting into the finals. And uh, she got that finish. Beat Carolina Sobek by armbar. Well, she did though. That's we can we can. Uh, that's that's a good that's a good feat. For she her. got she got the armbar. Yeah, and then and that knocked Olina somebody Olina Olina Kolesnik out mm-hmm. of the finals. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Olina. Next year, I also realized why this is why we have no Kayla. Why this is at featherweight. But where Kayla is, fights at lightweight. Where is Kayla Harrison? Kayla fights. Kayla is sitting on her th- millions, not fighting. Mm. Where is Kayla? So her ambition. That was good. Yeah, <laughs> her ambition. She, she's she's not going to cut to one forty-five. No. Probably Larissa not. Pacheco is though, and she's gonna just fucking wreck house on every single one of these people. It's great. Each and then every, she will not lose. Can can she move mm. over to no, now? We lost Amanda Nunes, so this division is lost as well. Larissa Pacheco's story is one of those inspiring stories, and she's very good at telling it, despite despite even speaking Portuguese and having the subtitles on the screen it's it's very compelling um she would be a great addition if you wanted to push her and keep the ufc 145 division alive however there's no would, reason to do that yeah that would, no reason to do that that would also entail that the ufc would have to do some work in no in yeah and that, you know how we feel yeah <laughs> which, which it's probably not going to happen just saying the the uh the 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 hot the the hype show that I was subjected to prior to the stream starting for the UFC was Jack Shore talking about his father getting cancer and finishing chemo. Mm-hmm. So Something unless Larissa, yeah, unless Larissa has a story about somebody getting cancer, I don't think the UFC is interested. Has she been bullied? Uh, I mean, probably. Yeah, because <laughs> she has to feed her family. She does, yeah. but she's doing that in the PFL. She the best form of her life. That is for sure. <laughs> okay, so she's awesome, man. Yeah, I she's like she's awesome, dude. She is swarming with hooks, but like in a little bit more of a reserved way. It's great. It's not quite a insane uh, Jessica Andrade way. You know what I mean? Like you gotta you gotta have a little bit of reserve when you swarm with hooks. Watch out for what's coming back. I truly, I have to switch my my viewing habits. I have to start with Bellator and with, with the PFL, and then move into these kind of uh, UFC fight night cards. Truly, it's probably, uh, yeah, it's probably the definitely, way definitely. You know who else was at the PFL? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I know who you want to talk about because uh-huh. we got a face off between them. Uh-huh. Between Francis Ngannou and John Jones, uh-huh. because John was cornering Maurice Green ineffectively, I might add. <laughs> yeah, dude is not a. Of course, he's not a coach. Can you? Would you say that Johnny Jones might have had a an alcoholic beverage? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I would say so. He looked chipper. Yeah, he was chipper. I mean, he was. I think he was pretty excited. He got to corner Maurice Green, got to watch a bunch of fights. Yep. Um, I was super confused at first because I was like, "How the fuck did he get them to watch? He get did they get him to watch these fights? These fight? How he's not going to show up here for them?" But then I real I understood more when he was a corner. But why would they do this show though? Take take a wild guess. What is what was the reason behind this showdown? To get clicks. For for what? For PFL. 
Yeah, but why would John Jones do it? Well, John's just having fun. I don't think he gives a shit one way or the other. Probably right. Probably that's probably that's true. Probably. You the fuck is Mike Pence on the earth, bro? Yeah, I'd say so. Dude, Francis Ngannou really dressed to the nines, standing there talking about his future with PFL yeah. with Sean, and Sean is in the a, a suit that is so pink it matches his neck color. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a sight to see. Very it was good. great. It, it it made a lot of waves, to be honest. I didn't expect that uh, a John Jones versus Francis Ngannou showdown would happen. I, I certainly wouldn't have thought about it happening at the PFL. It did. Yeah. It's, it's a fight that, it did. that can never happen. It will never happen. No, it will never happen. So let's move on. Nemkov, Francis, Nemkov. Francis said... Uh, uh, he also said he he was going to fight in the PFL. They're working on something big, twenty twenty four. So look forward to it. Of course, it's like that's like a date that I can't even I can't even visualize October, much less yeah, next year. We got some, some we'll fight see. announcements for October, and I'm just like, yeah, come on, get the fuck out of here. Who who that's the, these these fight not, you see how desperate some of these promotions are when you're announcing fights <laughs> that, that are in October where you have no use whatsoever that that has to be no yeah. use because because a fight in October the likelihood that it is going to happen in that form in that shape close to zero you yeah. know whom, whom um John Jones could fight though Vadim Nemkov <laughs> that could happen that might be a good fight I'd I'd watch it, of course. I w- I watch every John Jones fight, but I'd watch. I'd like to watch Nemkov versus John Jones. Yeah, 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 definitely. I would also like to watch John Jones just fight. Just get him booked, scheduled. He needs to be scheduled. Yeah, we've oh, we've gone over this. We we've been doing this podcast for years. It feels like yeah, for decades. And very early on, we said, "Get this man scheduled." The Keep issue him out here of trouble. is, probably he's not easy to schedule. Mm-mm. But imagine trying to schedule Stipe Miocic. It's probably it's that probably, should make see trying to schedule Stipe should make everything else look easy though. That's the thing. <laughs> that's it's probably easy, but probably a lot of people already signed contracts to fight Stipe. Just Stipe doesn't want to fight, and Stipe yeah. also gets up there. Like Stipe is now forty-two. He's a heavyweight, so it's it's probably better. But yeah. Okay, yeah. anything else about the PFL, about Bellator, not about today. the merger, about the King no, of Africa? No, not today. I'll remember something later, but it's fine. Very good. Look. <laughs> oh, man, fuck. We didn't even talk about one Friday fights. Oh, my God. We always miss it. I just can tell you from from experience, sometimes I have time to watch it. Most of the time, unfortunately not, but it's, it's the best offering. Dude, Sexan. Sexan is the goddamn best. Yeah. I can remember his name. That's how freaking good he is. It's insane <laughs> how good he is. All of us, all of the dorks in the Discord watching watching one, most of the time live, by the way, which uh, surprises me, but then live priorities in order. Mm-hmm. Always excited. Always, always content. Always pleased with what these guys put out there. Friday, uh, 6 a.m. Pacific, which is like noon for you, I think. Free on YouTube. Yep. Insanely good. Work from home Fridays. Turn on your shit. Turn on the team's meeting. Put yourself on mute and then just turn one on. You're good. Don't worry about it. Yep. Yep. Didn't, I, didn't I know if it. you if you got a job, you got to paint houses or roof houses or something. You can't. Yeah, it's but if you're work from home, you got no excuse. Turn that shit on. Yeah. Now, okay, Sex Sand's great. Knocked a guy out. Took a few shots. There was another fight where a guy got knocked down in the first. Beat the shit out of. Came back and won the fight. Insanely entertaining. And and I only bring it up because when you watch Sex Sand and this other guy stand toe-to-toe. Doc Maipa, PK, Sienchai, 
versus sex sand fairtex and it's like it's like in fight circus when they stuff two people inside a phone booth these guys don't move it's just like it's like it's like in elbow range toe to toe for eight minutes until somebody gets knocked out yeah, I, I I truly need to get my priorities straight because uh, as as you were waffling on, I was I was checking. I didn't even have time to watch Glory Collision Five. Where? Oh my god! Where a referee got floored. A referee got floored as fuck in Glory. Re- referees referees also a bit of a an issue. We'll we'll, we'll talk about alcohol and cigarettes later. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we. <laughs> I think I could probably go for an hour about the UFC now if you want to. I just I just heard that they they wanted to tell me that Rico Verhoeven is coming back later the year to to fight for the heavyweight title. That some I I don't I I I can't remember the name. Just the guy that beat Plashibat. So that's good. Yeah. So I need to get my priorities straight. That's for damn sure. Pal. Something else happened Dude. this week. <laughs> yeah, you said it. You said it in, in the intro, and we we have to thread lightly here because um, a famous Irish sports person is back in the in the media. Where he's a yeah. regular guest in the media, and I mean, we will we will not go into the banter here. It's just like if certain events keep coming up and keep popping up and for other guys which are clearly also as rich as you it it <laughs> doesn't come up i mean yeah it's probably you it's probably probably it's not good that's it's just and and Armin Sarukian sniffed that one out yeah um the Chandler that versus awesome. McGregor fight will never ever happen. It, it you see it in the demeanor that Connor has on that show, dude. This dude is just clearly out of it. Clearly, he's, he's out of his goddamn mind. Clear, yeah. it, dude lost all of his fucking marbles, and he will not find the, them again. The dude swung. Okay, let's talk about it. The dude swung on the mascot at the at the basketball game. Yes, which. That is a dumb idea. Like I, I think Max Holloway did that too, and I think the people think it's funny that you strike down a mascot. But all the if other guys you... managed to not hurt the mascot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. The, even the initial swing was not fake. When you, when you're talking with Max Holloway about doing a gag, and Max is like, "Yeah, we can do that, bro." Max I would trust gag. Max to. Max I would trust. I would trust Max to actually do the gag. Yeah, yeah. When you're talking to Connor about doing a gag, you already you already made a mistake. Yeah, like would you get in a car Connor was driving? Because <laughs> no, all the things, all the things you get from Connor. Like if you listen to him, I don't know when the filming of this season was, but some weeks ago, some month ago, maybe. Dude is clearly not right. And let's get to it. The ultimate fighter this week. I heard someone in the Discord actually said that it wasn't as entertaining this week until it got to the fight. I kind of disagree. Kind of disagree. Oh, really? Okay. All right. What what was what was the highlight for you? A lot of highlights, pal. <laughs> A lot of highlights. First, Connor coaching you how to take your pain away. <laughs> After after another one of these stupid ass sparring sessions they do at Team Conor McGregor, now the, the dude gets fucked up, so probably hurt his rib pretty bad. Dude, Conor just tells him like like I would tell a three year old to just <clears throat> grab the pain that is in your chest and grab it in the hand and smush it in your hand, throw it away, and then it's gone. I the dude truly believes it. It's that's he he said the same thing about that stupid ass book. He, the, the, the message or the, the key or what, how, however it's called. Dude truly believes in it and it gives him strength. I'm not denying that. It's just like... The first episode of the Connor Ganda on Netflix, which I was going to subject myself to the entire thing, but I just couldn't do it. The Path. 
what is what is that book called? Uh Win or Learn. The, yeah, well, the, the, look, if your coach writes a book that's called Win or Learn, you probably also need to look for another coach. Just, <laughs> so that's 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 clearly a highlight. Oh, what what was in the first episode of that? The, uh, the Connor Ganda episode. He hurts his toe. Yeah. Before the Khabib fight, and it is. It is just a bunch of people standing around saying they're going to it's it's like it's like no one knows and he's not being really honest about how bad it is. And then he goes to actually see a real doctor like weeks later at the apex and gets rehabbed in like two days. Yeah. Because the UFC has a real doctor. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, if he goes to the tough doctor, you don't know. No, 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 no. Not the tough doctor. She was a real like okay. sports physiologist nice. that knew how bodies worked and knew what needed to be fixed and fixed it. So Connor taking your pain away by magic. Then. That's pretty good, though. Another highlight. One G for figurine kit. Oh, my God. That's actually a nice scene. I enjoyed that. That kid is just creating things. He basically is kid bashing stuff. He's yep. He's yep. He's, he's doctoring. He's he's he's, he's um, He took a Connor head and made it, and then put it on a Vince McMahon suit body or Monty, something. Money McGregor. Yep. So he had a lot of these figurines. He just got invited. I don't know why they did that, but it, it's it's actually it's pretty insane. Ne- something like this never happened. But it's just invited that rando kid that kid bashes figurines of Conor McGregor. He showed it to Conor McGregor. And that's okay. Give it give it to Conor. Bought these these figurines from that kid. One thousand US dollars. Which he took out a big wad of money and started <laughs> throwing out, it at him. He took out two huge wads of cash. <laughs> like in a bad movie. Uh, it's so insane. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. The, the, the kid probably doesn't walk around with a card reader, like a credit card reader. I get it, but dude, Connor, what the fuck? Then, Hubbard's nose. Hubbard's job. Current LFA champ versus former LFA champ. You know, you know yeah. you're good if you're an LFA champ. And yeah. I just, yeah, just, I, I actually was picking McKenzie here. Which not a bad pick. Just just one one remark. You are making that walk to the cage just to escape the yapping of the famous Irish sports person way faster <laughs> than you would ever will in your life. And then I <laughs> I felt way more excited for this for this fight than for all the fight night cards. Maybe maybe Vittori, but dude, the energy. Would you have thought that in the apex at an Ultimate Fighter episode the energy could be better? than anything we've ever seen in the Apex. Do you remember when Juliana Pena's team was beating Amanda Nunes' team and how intense it was? Yeah, it's like I, I got pretty excited. Dude, Wonder Man was there too. Another highlight of this episode. Connor knew, Connor knows his coaching staff is shit. So he just I thought that was coming. I thought that was in the preview and coming this week. I think he was I think he was there. was it in the preview? Maybe I'm mixing it up. I think it's in the preview. He was teaching them. There was a preview, and he was teaching them how to pulse. Four days days ago. But look, Wonder Man sighting. Probably you're right, because there was also a weight limit catch wake proposed big drama. Yes. Yeah, because Teamer, because the guy got a a cold sore. Yeah. Dan Henderson's protege. Can he win against Valiev? Dude, I am pretty excited. Yeah. Pretty excited. Fight the fight man. Dude, Hubbard. The elbows. Yeah. <laughs> Everything we can wish for. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant fight. Only two rounds, but dude, I, I, I wish for these guys that they are healthy after after these two rounds. Awesome, awesome fight. I I rank this episode pretty high. And if you if you disagree like dude, you you look Hubbard, Hubbard's job is basically cleaning houses because he has to have a job because he mismanaged mm-hmm. his money. Dude, Connor coaching you to take your pain away, the figurine kid. 
pretty good, man. Wonder Man you, sighting in the preview. Like you're rating this. You're rating this pretty high, dude. Uh, like. I I enjoyed it. Truly enjoyed right on. it. So pretty pumped for the next week too. Yeah, I'm in, I'm I'm enjoying this season. I I like I said I. It's mostly because I, I want to see if Chandler just absolutely clean sweeps <laughs> Connor's team. It probably can it's happen. It's so mean. It is so mean, but it could happen. Or like the only person that loses from Chandler's team is Connor's buddy Brad Katona. <laughs> or that, that's a good one. That's a good I I'd enjoy that. So So yeah. we we went into this fight night. Knowing that it wouldn't be the best card, I was pumped for Vittori versus Cannoneer. Uh-huh. Um, these, these guys are ranked three and four in a pretty good division at the moment with the current Pereira in front. The champ is easy, of course. Then you and, have Cannon. And we do, we do love our Euros on this show as well. Now, let me ask you the question. What is getting banged out of Vittori? Years of his life, dude, maybe. Dude is 29. He has not been in an easy fight in his last, since his last win. Hoob was in the Discord and called it as this is the fight. This, this is the fight. They would not be surprised if the next fight of Vittori's he's cracked. This is the, this is the pre-Jared Cannoneer Vittori. And the post Janet Jared Cannonier. I believe it. Like I truly believe it. Dude, I'm I'm not sure how Cannonier is is holding this up for for so long because he he's not. I always think Speaking he's a new guy, but he's of course forty and forty I think he year has, olds. He has been fighting yeah. for ten or fifteen years as well. He, uh, not that long ago, but yeah, 20, 2011 was his first fight. Twelve years, pal. Twelve years. So that is the that's so the thing I fear. The fight was insane and awesome. But dude, Vittori is too strong for his own good. Mm-hmm. He has no way out of these of, of getting banged on. It doesn't seem to it, it, too tough for his own good is is, is a overused expression, but, but for Vittori that it's damn true, man. Yeah, man. I I also I don't see Vittori getting better, and he should be getting better at twenty nine. And I think he's he's with the same team for for a time. Is is he with no? He's not with Strickland, but he's he yeah. He's at Extreme Couture. Is is he is he at Extreme Couture? Okay, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was uh, that was the, the guy. Um, uh, 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 D Cooper in his corner. Yeah, exactly. It it doesn't I forget work. his name. It doesn't work, man. It, you need to change something up because you're you're getting fucked up. Each and every fight you're in, mm-hmm. I think. Sorry, I think I think Cannonier even broke some striking total records, which is insane in the division we put on in Izzy. Although Izzy has been a bit passive in his last few fights, but god damn, it, it's an awesome fight. It's it's a good one. You have to watch it. It it made this card pretty. It, it's it's a pretty good end to this card. It's an insane fight. It's kind of an insane card. It is. It was a good end to the card. It was a good end to the card. It had. It, it was a card that really. Did, it really had everything. <laughs> Dude, wait, 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 what is the, what is your what is the high, what is the main storyline out of this out of this damn fight card here? Fuck the cursed apex. Fuck the apex. Uh-huh. Get out of there. Yes, that's the storyline. There's no other storyline. Referee. It's, Keith it's Peterson. a disaster. We had we we turned the hockey light on for a review. <laughs> Tell me, did I, I didn't I I rewatched this fight specifically to to watch what Keith, Keith Peterson was watching. Do we have any salty comments from Dom Cruz? It was like <clears throat> a point deduction. I think that's that's what the that's what he said. He, the, the referee needs a point deduction to us. The referee needs a point deduction. It was surprisingly <laughs> reserved. Oh. And then, uh, oh, and then, um, gosh, I'm pretty sure it was the co-main event. Keith Peterson just let this guy get beat on for a long time to make sure. 
<laughs> like to make up for it in his own mind. Look, clearly, clearly he stopped the fight. He, he stopped the fight too early. Yeah, we're talking about um, the second fight. Our Ronnie Lawrence, Lawrence was in a guillotine versus Daniel Argueta, and Daniel had him in a in a in a uh, mounted guillotine, and Ronnie Lawrence was getting choked and going to tap, and then Keith Peterson, from his point of view, thought he tapped and stopped the fight, but he hadn't yet. Yeah, he did. He just he started to Brazilian tap at least. That is for sure. And he would have look. I know. I know it looks bad. I know you should in a pro fight specifically, and even even in amateur fights, I don't think you should interfere in a choke. In an armbar, you you can argue that you might interfere before the arm completely snaps. And in an amateur fight, not in a pro fight, in a choke, uh, maybe you just let it go a bit longer, you, just to make sure. Yeah. Don't need to feel. I know that this guy was going to tap, at least Brazilian tap, and he would be out within 10 seconds. No questions yep. asked. It's just a bad look for Keith. Although I don't think he changed the outcome of the fight in any way, shape, or form. Ah, but he did change the outcome of the fight because yeah, I mean, it's no contest. Yeah, they, they talked about the fight, no decision the fight all the time. did not happen. I, it, it was strange because they talked about the no decision. The no contest is actually a good decision here because I think the wording is something. If if something happens outside of the fighter's hands or something, it's insane like that. That is that is exactly what what's there. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not too mad about Keith. So so we had crazy scorecards throughout. And then we had uh, no decision there, and then we had some 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 decisions. Oh, and then <laughs> and then two fights later, Carlos Hernandez is fighting Denise Bondar, and it's a very good fight. Oh yeah, action packed. With one second left in round three. Carlos Hernandez picks up Denise Bondar, elevates him, and suplexes him into the ground. Uh, belly to belly. As they come down, Dennis's head hits the mat and then hits Carlos's head. Yep. And then Carlos lands two elbows to knock him out. Good. Fight gets stopped. One second left. Amazing. Huge, right. huge win. And then they go to they turn the hockey light on. They go to review. Because their heads clashed yep. as they hit the floor. Accidental this is a <laughs> this is an accidental head clash, which is what knocked him out, not the elbows. I think he I think he was putting his hands up to defend, and then the elbows came down and put him out. Uh, but what I think doesn't matter, Carlos is not awarded the KO there. He's he gets they score the fight to the point of the knockout. Yes. And that fight is scored for Carlos Hernandez. I'm, I'm flabbergasted by this one. Because you have referees and, and all the time that don't even see the most obvious shit. Like the fingers, headbutts. Like, not accidental headbutts, but like people who clearly move in with the intention to hit the other guy in the head with their, with their forehead. But then they have the microscopic detail bankers view of something like this they use the replay for something like this which I think look this this can happen in a fight and it was an accidental headbutt or, or it's super overcorrect I don't like that. even know if it's a headbutt either though because he didn't move the head to, no. to butt <laughs> head to butt. It's yeah, that and that's kind of what you're saying too. Like it's different when Bobby Green is like friggin' exactly. friggin' targeting from a football field head first into a guy. There is a specific movement when you do a diamond step or something like that, and you move in and you you hit the head of the other guy over and over again. But in a dynamic move set like in a wrestling takedown or in, in and then your heads collide and you stop the fight you watch a replay for that and then you actually award an excellent lap it's it's insane for me who was this ref it's insane 
Jaren Voile, of course. I cannot, I cannot fathom how you would process this in your like. This is a super complex sequence to to process out of out of thin air and see this and have 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 observed this and have the wits to to start all of these sequences. <laughs> and then you you don't see you don't you don't take points away for eye gouges. Well, and 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 earlier in the fight, Dennis <laughs> kicked Carlos right in the dick. Just kicked him like or a knee right in the dick. I don't remember. But, yeah, but I I can tell you I can tell you from experience. And it was just like yeah, I can tell you from experience that fighters will call for a dick kick pretty often when it's not the case. Because they of just course. need some time, and be, but when it's clearly over the uh, like nor, a normal kick in the belly, or like, it just they claim they kick, but then it's not. But yeah, it's it's. I I don't get this sequence, man. This was so <laughs> so insane to to actually process something like this. Uh, Alcohol and cigarettes, baby. Alcohol. Well, that, yeah, it's spreading. Yeah. We need. They need. We need more refs. You got to get in there. It's a good elbow. It's a good elbow week. Um, oh, Mota versus was. Torres was a good. Was a good elbow. Um, thing. Good. Good bang there. This guy yeah. could be a problem. But was it Torres? Oh, or yeah, was it Mota? I think Mota. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was Torres getting throwing <laughs> the elbows. Fantastic. Sabatini just sliced through Almeida. Not not pretty. It wasn't pretty. Um, like pretty one sided there. That's that's a mismatch. Yeah, but I mean, Pat doing exactly what he needs to when someone is that tall and lanky. It was good. Yeah, but it was then, good then for him. sliding, sliding into jokes like this, effortless, just controlling mm, the other guy. That's it's, true. It's like yeah. th- that w- there was yeah. not much there. Should, so pretty easy. Kung Ho Kong from South Korea sliding into a choke too. Pretty good. <laughs> and we had the Petrosian <laughs> guy. Good. It's, it's not not Giorgio, and you see that he's not Giorgio. I, I I just didn't enjoy Duncan CLD. He's calling himself trying to be funny with moving and shoving his showing his back. But dude, if you do that, okay, just do something with it. Do do something with your clowning. I like you. I like people that clown. Caposa tweeted it. Just have to do something. Said said Christian Leroy Duncan doing a Genki pseudo now. I I took offense. Yeah, because you have to. You can do this stuff, and because it will distract you. You can, but, but it has to be entertaining and lead to something. So we are already all over this this card and all over what what happened here. Some good fights, but but nothing. There is no storyline here. Armin, yeah, that this, Armin is the story. The first thing, Silva is swole as fuck. He got Sarukin. Yeah. He yeah. got Sarukin. I think he wobbled it at, at least clearly. Another strike would have would have KO'd Sarukian. But uh he wobbled him I think twice. But I'd I'd say Sarukin was in control for the for most of the fight. Yeah. Getting this TKO very impressive after being wobbled in the first, of course. But then very just very risky. Cause Armin is such a psycho that he's just taking fights with unranked guys because he's so mad no one will take a fight with him. Dude. And he wants a fight. It's it, but it's very risky. I mean, it's one fifty-five, man. Everybody is good, and Silva wobbled him. That can end for you. That run of wins can end for you in a hurry. And all of a sudden, you're beaten by an unranked guy named Joaquim Silva, and you're out of contention for good. Yeah, especially if you see that his his one and only goal has to be Islamachev, and he lost against him in two thousand nineteen, and that will haunt uh, him Armin forever. Beats, Armin beats him. Armin beats him. I'm picking Armin in that fight. Yeah, but he yeah nowadays, <laughs> but at yeah. that time he just he just lost the decision. Islam yeah. will not take that fight anymore. That's what that's what. No, he'll sure. never take that fight. Damn nope. sure. No, so he will not get this rematch. He probably not get uh, to fight Chandler. It. I mean, probably. I'm still going with Chandler is going to fight Islam Makachev because Islam was cage side in that preview for tough. But yeah, I think that that's what's gonna. That's and that. God, that sucks. But I mean, I get it. I get if I was Islam Makachev, I'm taking that fight, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> like that's 
I'm not going to fight. You want you want me to fight Armin, or you want me to fight Charlie Olives, or you want me to fight Michael Chandler? Who am I going to fight? You'll fight Chandler. Absolutely. Every day of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I think he did he did a good job post fight. This guy Silva. I, I mean, there is a lot of Silvas. I couldn't pick him out of a line of Silvas. Just he did pretty okay, I'd say. But what does this win bring Sarukin in the end? Besides another win, that's the good thing he finished in. Yep, yep, yeah. Oh, by the way, my boy Bukowskis was fighting too, and the only thing I I will ever remember is just how Holly Roundtree just fucked this guy's knee up, destroyed his leg so bad. I think we we talked last week about that. Yeah. Anything else about for UFC Fight Night? The Tory versus Cannonier. Um, no. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's nothing here. We we didn't we didn't learn anything. We didn't uh, we didn't get a pretty pretty convincing thing. Look, Cannonier. Who whom will we fight? We have we have Whitaker and Duplessis first. And uh, yeah, and then yeah. Can, where, where is Cannonier fit in here? Nowhere. Vittori is, Nowhere. Vittori is way off now. Vittori will have to go Cannons, way back. The Killer Gorilla has to. Okay, so the one thing we learned that I remember thinking about was if we have that Cannonier, that cardio machine for five rounds, that guy's a problem for anyone. He did very well. He, uh, that pressure and cardio for five rounds is a problem for, for a, anybody at middleweight, including Izzy. For a 40-year-old. Dude. I yeah. think he just doesn't have as much time. The, the performance he, he puts up now, it's it's insane, and it's very impressive. Not not sure how you would ever keep that up for another one, two or three years, yep. which he will need until he gets a shot, until, until maybe, okay, someone falls out. That could be Cannoneer's best chance. Whitaker, yep. Whitaker is prone to fall out of fights. So, why not? So he could be ready, but... Should be, he should, should that's, stay ready. That's, for, that's, that's a big risk. Yeah. So, let's talk about next week. Yes. First thing I have to talk about is, next week there will be okay. no podcast. Oh, <laughs> very good. Of course, because... <laughs> A legend is coming to Switzerland. Oh, really? Is it next week? Wanderlei Silva, the ex-murderer, oh, fuck yeah. will bless us with his presence at Shogun Fight Series 9, I'd say, in Basel next will, Saturday. Will Shogun be there as well? No, only Wanderlei. Oh, bummer. Oh, bummer. Okay. Only Wanderlei. Well, but, then, but then I say only Wanderlei, but then I tell, I tell this story to everyone who wants to hear it, which is no one. But uh, I'd say the very, very first mixed martial arts bout I've ever seen in my life has to be 98 or 99 when... Uh, and, and it was pretty damn sure it was Vandalay Silva just soccer kicking a, a fool. Will you tell him this when you uh, meet him? 100%. Good. And you, are, you working? are you working the event? Yeah, yeah, I'm working the event. Excellent, excellent stuff. So I have to wait... I hope he stays until after the event because I cannot beat out there taking pictures with a with a guest. Just not, not possible. Best ref in the game, baby. Yes. Let's go. Book me. Oh no, don't. Yeah, book this man. <laughs> he will travel. You just have to pay him. We'll travel. Um next week. It's Emmett versus you'll do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. Nope. Let's not talk about that for a second. No. Let's talk about the first fight on the card. Uh-huh. The first, like the true, the, the true. The first. first fight at nine a.m. Pacific time on Saturday. Is it Mackie the f- versus opening Rose? fight on the card? Tatsuru Tyra versus mm. Clayton Rodriguez. Get get fucking hyped, Matt. Tatsuru is back. He is in Florida. He is ready. Let's go. Insane. Probably jujitsu fucking standout phenom versus a Brazilian named Clayton Rodriguez. Clayton good at jujitsu? Let's find out. Probably a bit. He probably knows what to do. Well, they need a new Japanese hope. So he's. I mean, he is. He is absolutely 
fantastic. Oh, this card is brutal, pal. No, this card's freaking great. What are you talking about? <laughs> this card has Tatsuru Tyra at 9 a.m., mm-hmm. which, as you know, I can barely wake up for. I know. Then it has Rand. Then it has Jillian Robertson at one fifteen, coming off that coming off that standout win where I expected her to be way way too drained from the weight cut, and she's fighting Baby Shark. That's good. That's oh, a good Witty, fight. Witty loves this fight. This is a good fight. And then Witty's thirst. Rude boy Randy Brown is going to try to avoid getting eye poked by Wellington Terman. That's mm. going to be hilarious. Oh yeah, that, that is actually yeah. That is the evasion strategies have to be. Terman Terman is going to get fucking starched. <laughs> and uh, then friend of the show Neil Magny is going to wall install Philip Rowe. Yeah. And uh, I'll laugh while everyone else cries. And then finally Amanda Hebas versus Macy Barber. For who is in the top ten of flyweight and who is not, dude? Big stakes, big stakes, big, stakes. big checks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not that upset that I don't have to watch this one. <laughs> Topuri is awesome. Emmett's awesome. That'll be a good main event, I'm, as usual. And I'm repeating myself here just to make it clear. Of course, there are good fights on these cards, but it's also a reality that none of these matter. No, very few of these matter. They only matter to me because I like a couple fighters on it. But it it will be also, it'll be in front of, it'll be at the UFC's second home, HQ2, Jacksonville, Florida, Five Star Veterans Memorial Arena. That's a good so they'll have, they'll have fans, at least. And then we have Strickland versus Magomedov. And then, finally, beginning of July, I think I think something resembling a good UFC card is back. Oh, good. Whitaker right. versus Duplessis. Jalen Turtle versus Dan Hoker. Volkanovski versus Rodriguez. Nickel versus Tashan Grove. Gore. That's. I can get. Dude, Robbie Lawler is on this card. <laughs> Dude, they, 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 they just found Robbie Lawler. <laughs> I will watch Friday PFL regular season. I think it's the final regular season event. Uh, lightweights? Yeah, lightweights and middleweights. No, lightweights and welterweights. And uh, I'll watch that, and then Saturday I'll wake up early and watch some UFC. Let's go. And uh, we'll check in with you. I'll make some I'll make some card videos. The one thing... Dude, if this... I'm working on this deal. <laughs> you know how I was... You know how I was opening all that old top stuff? Oh, I know. All that old stuff from 2009. Oh, I know. Believe, believe I might me. get I might get six more boxes. <laughs> I mean, I might I might be set for the rest of the year. What is the what might, is the, the goal might, in might, these might. boxes? The the Habib <clears throat> rookie. Um, so my goal, yeah, there's a Habib rookie I really need in order to complete a set, but I've kind of given up because everybody wants five thousand bucks, and I just can't do it. Um, and then uh, there's some other there's other sets that are just like. Really cool stuff, like. But it's it's the, still could be in there. You could you could pull a, a hobby rookie. No, I won't get any boxes of that. Oh, okay. Not not in this deal. Okay. But I am getting a. I am hopefully going to get a box of 2020 tops UFC knockout, which is uh, Zhang Wei Li's rookie card set. So that'll be cool, dude. Dude, just give me just give me those autographs where it's. Thoughts from the boss, and it's an autograph of a fighter and an autograph of Dana White. It's just the best. The stupidest shit. It's the best. We, I think, I think we're through here. I think we're through the fight week. I think the the, the keynote, the notes to take away for you youngsters listening: watch Bellator, watch PFL, watch one Friday fights, and then if you have the life energy. You can watch some UFC, but I think the next two weeks you're also you 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 can you can have a day off. No, I'm watching them at first. Come to, to, come to Basel. Come to Basel. Say hi to Andale Silva. Oh yeah, if you're in if you're in Switzerland, Europe. France, Italy, Europe, everything is like ten hours away, right? Spain, yeah, everything's ten hours away. Just get on the goddamn train and go to Basel. Yes, I would, Lucas. Thank you so much. 
Thank you, pal. Thanks for waiting around for me. Yeah. You want to tell people how late I slept? I uh, today you were uh, usually you're you're on point, but today <laughs> fucked up my schedule. Toddlers, toddler, toddlers got to get toddler. to sleep. I think my wife is already <laughs> mad at me that I'm still. Uh, just tell her to be mad at me. Have a wonderful evening. Talk to you later. I'll tell you what, you know, I'll tell you what, bro. You know, I was out there. I was fighting all the hitters, bro. You ain't fought no hitters. I'm a killer. I'm unbreakable. I'm unstoppable. I'm the tough champion.